Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. The global stock market took a tumble in February following a robust surge in January. Despite some encouraging economic indicators, it seems unlikely that there will be a break in the upward trend of interest rates anytime soon. And some say the headwinds for equities are set to increase even further in March. Well, joining us on the phone to tell us more is Shen Hong, who is the editor at Bloomberg News. Shen Hong, welcome to the show. Hi, Hong. Good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon to you, too. So there's been a huge sell-off on Wall Street, and of course, Asia followed suit last month. But despite a strong rally, and this is also despite the strong rally in the beginning of the year, how would you describe the marketing conditions in the month of February? What dragged it lower? I think, as you said you know, earlier in the year, Year, there was a bit of a reopening rally mm-hmm. among Chinese stocks, which gave people some optimism mm-hmm. about a strong Chinese economic recovery, which would, of course, be very important mm-hmm. to the rest of the world. But then I think, as you said, the, the Federal Reserve went back to the center stage mm-hmm. and concerns about its aggressive monetary policy tightening campaign mm-hmm. um, have returned. And that, that came along with a mixed bag of data, mm-hmm. which showed that inflation in the U.S. at least I think pretty sticky. At the same time, you saw some uh, pessimistic uh, earnings reports from tech companies, uh, including some banks, which mm-hmm. started laying off employees this week. So uh, I think the fear of a double whammy of continuously rising interest rates mm-hmm. and a recession spooked a lot of investors during okay. February. Okay, okay. So what would you say is next for the month of March? Was February just an outlier for a stronger year? It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. I think people will continue to stay fixated with on the Federal Reserve's policy outlook, and then we will continue to monitor the high-frequency data in the U.S. Mm. Uh, the latest will become, uh, the, the next one uh, in the pipeline will be the jobs data uh, due this Friday. And then, of course, you know what Chinese leaders plan to do with its economy during the ongoing parliamentary meeting. Mm, okay, okay. So do you think we'll continue to see, you know, Asian markets rally off of China's faster than expected reopening? Or has that optimism already ended? I wouldn't say the optimism has ended, but there was disappointment over the weekend, which was manifest, which manifested itself this morning mm-hmm. uh, in uh, Asian trading, when Beijing released uh, lower than expected growth target mm. for the year. And that kind of dampened hopes for more stimulus to come. So I think people are sort of like recalibrating their bets on, on, on you know, to what extent the Chinese economy will recover this year. Mm. Uh, I think there were the, the modest growth target also brought back concerns about the government's policy stance over you know areas like deleveraging mm. and uh, the tax sector as well as the property sector. Mm. It seems that the authorities are trying to strike a balance between growth and uh, risk control at the moment. Mm. Okay, okay. You just mentioned some of the things that were, you know, happening over the weekend with, you know, China's largest political gathering of the year. Why is this gathering so important this year? It's tremendously important this year mm. because more significant than other years, would you say? More important yet than, yeah, exactly, because this year we're going to see new cabinet, a new government. There will be new faces uh, to be 
put in charge of the central bank and various mm-hmm. ministries. There's also that there are also expectations for some major uh, sweeping changes to the government agencies. Mm-hmm. And as we have reported at Bloomberg, there are expectations for the revival of the high-level committee to be in charge of all matters related to financial system decision-making. Okay, so I mean, you did mention about China setting this modest economic growth target of around 5% for the year. Uh, How are markets reacting to this or any other announcements that were made during the first day? Well, um, when I left my desk five minutes ago, I think stocks were still down, Mm -hmm. uh, modestly down in Hong Kong and China, Mm. uh, mainland China. I think we were just a little bit, uh, as I said earlier, disappointed at the lack of the absence Mm. of even stronger stimulus. Okay. So what other clues are investors, you know, watching out for during this gathering and how would it impact markets? I think I saw a article earlier on Bloomberg talking about how before the NPC, it's usually um, stock markets are up and during Mm -hmm. it, it is down. And that's what history says. So Mm -hmm. what do you think? How would this impact markets? This is a particularly important year for China Mm -hmm. because uh, there will be new cabinets, new premier, as widely expected. What the new what the new officials will say about the outlook of the economy, mm-hmm. what other reforms they're going to roll out during the process mm-hmm. of the meetings will be uh, of vital importance to their mm-hmm. market. So maybe history is not the best guide this time. Mm. Uh, we could see that there are a lot of uh, elements and factors in play to reshape the dynamics of the market in the coming day. Okay, okay, okay. And other than, you know, this big event, of course, what other key events are likely to influence markets? I think the single biggest other factor that would be a geopolitical tension, particularly between mm-hmm. China and the U.S., Right. Uh, in terms of how it would affect the tech uh, sector, uh, namely the semiconductor uh, industry, as well as you know the ongoing mm-hmm. uh, war in, in Ukraine mm. and how this will spill over to the rest of the world. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Sun Hong, for joining me today. My pleasure. Thank you. We've been speaking with Sean Hong, who is the editor at Bloomberg News. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.